My name is Ty French, and these are my rants. Welcome to Ty Rants. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Ty Rants. My name is Ty French, and these are my rants. I'm so sorry for the two people of you, (laughs) the two of you who, you know, support my YouTube channel and click over to watch the YouTubes. I'm so sorry to the two of you. Um, Today's episode is audio only. Now, this is for a multitude of reasons. The first reason being, I look like a Chia pet. I look like a Chia pet. My hair, I mean, God bless, is still growing, you know, Uh, because I know there's going to be a time as a white man where my hair is going to stop growing. It's not going to be my head no more, okay? It's already starting. The forehead's getting bigger. The forehead's getting bigger. The older I get, it's, you know, creeping up back. That's why I got the bayangs right now. Anyways, so it's my hair is at the stage where You either got to cut it or you got to persevere. You got to put your blinders on and you just got to walk one foot in front of the next until you get out of the awkward phase. Because right now I am looking like Troy Bolton. Okay. But the only difference is Troy Bolton didn't have curly hair. And I do. And I do. So the haircut is confusing and it doesn't make sense. However, it's not quite long enough to push it back and do like my wavy thing that I've had for years. So yeah, you know, I'm at a crossroad. Cross, oh my God. I'm at a crossroads with my hair, plus my facial hair. Let's talk about it. So I had facial hair for years. I never shaved. I only ever shaved when I did drag and I hated shooting with a bare face because I just felt like a baby. And the last few months, or I don't know when I shaved, a few months ago, I was like, wait, did I, do I only have facial hair to, what's the word I'm looking for? Is that like internalized homophobia and misogyny? Like, do I think that I have to look manly to be attractive and that the facial hair will make me cuter and that, I don't know. I just feel like that's a typical thing. I feel like a lot of gays hide behind their facial hair. And guess what? I don't even have good facial hair. (laughs) My facial hair ain't the best. My mustache is Weak, weak, I tell you. All these gays that can shave and just have a mustache, mama, 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 I got two little rat tails above my lip, okay? So the mustache just isn't for me. And when I used to have facial hair under my neck, like my double chin, oh, that's growing, that's growing like a chia pet off the wazoo, like the hair on my head. However, the mustache, once I get it to the perfect length, I don't trim it because it don't grow, okay? So I can't trim it. I have to trim Every every part of my face at different times and at different lengths to keep it all looking cohesive. Anyways, so I have been shaving and I've been bare-faced for the last, I don't even know, two months. And as Coachella's approaching, I got to start thinking if I want facial hair or not because I'm not kidding you. That's how long it's going to take for the mustache to come back. But the problem is my life is so hard and I'm a little influencer and I have to shoot and be cute and sexy and the once again, the in-between stages of the facial hair and of the mustache ain't that cute. It's not that cute. And it's stressing me out because part of me wants to bring the facial hair back. But another part of me can't deal with the awkward stages. And I've been trying the last few weeks to just trim like my like face face, not the mustache. Guess what? Guess what, mama? I don't think that mustache is ever coming back. I think I shaved And that mustache is never coming back. I kind of almost got my facial hair back. And I, you know, went to a party with my friend Nick. And he asked me if I shaved just the middle part of my mustache. That's that's how much the mustache isn't showing up. I thought it was kind of showing up. There was a few little baby hairs, a little raggedy. But, you know, I just might not be one of... I, I used to have facial hair. I don't know what happened. The mustache is not coming. It's not coming back. And... I don't want to be one of those people that 
other people look at me and are like, oh, he's trying. Oh, he's trying to get facial hair. Oh, that's so cute. Look at the little mustache. Look at Ty's little mustache. Oh, it's so cute. No, no. If the if the facial hair isn't giving like masculine hot, you know, model, I got to get away with it. But mama, now I know why people use facial hair to hide stuff because mama, my double chin, my double chin. And it doesn't show up in photos. It doesn't show up in photos. Recording video for the podcast is the most humbling thing I've ever done. If you have any insecurities, even you might not think you have insecurities. I just challenge you to sit down alone and record yourself for an hour on videotape and talking um, about, you know, just anything and watch it back. Because let me tell you, let me tell you, double chin, double chin, mama. I got I to gotta start working on my angles. I need to be media trained like Kim Kardashian and Beyonce because I've let the double chin go a little bit. And and when I have the facial hair, I think kind of disguised it a little bit. So that's why I've been wanting to bring it back. But unfortunately, I don't think I have a choice. That facial hair is never coming back. That mustache is never coming back. You know what I need to get? I need to get like a dermal roller with the little needles in it and a serum or something. But once again, I see these men on TikTok whose hair is gone. It's fallen out. You know, it's finally got to them. A tale as old as time. Time has caught up. We're all geriatrics and the hair fell out. These men on TikTok are poking themselves four times a day with needles. They're rubbing serums. They're not wearing hats. They're doing this. They're doing that. And it's just embarrassing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just embarrassing. They would look so much better if they just shaved their head bald. Pull Dwayne The Rock Johnson, give me Vin Diesel, anything, anything other than having three raggedy little hairs in your head that you gel and try and style. It's just not cute. I hate when I see a guy trying to hold on to his hair longer than he should. Get it to pay for all I care. Get a wig. I don't care. Trust me. I'll probably do that. But, you know, we got to admit when the hair is gone and it's not looking good. And if you waited too long to get a hair transplant and you ain't got any more in the back, then you just got to be bald. You got to be bald. And you know what? My day will come. I know that. I know that. My day will come. My hair will fall out. I will have to be bald. Or I'll get a toupee. Or, you know, I've seen so many TikToks. They're gluing shit down on these men. They are looking so fabulous. But also, I'm no stranger to, I'm going to get a 20 thousand dollar wig mama lace front you're not going to be able to tell a thing you're not gonna be able to tell a thing when i get older my hair falls out i promise you if i don't look good with a bald ass head which i probably will not i'm getting a twenty thousand dollar wig i'm i'm gonna research i'm gonna text beyonce's assistant and i'm gonna force it out of him to tell me who creates that bitch's wigs? And I will purchase one. I will take out a loan. I don't care. I will sell my house. I will sell my house. I will sell sperm at a sperm bank. I don't care what I got to do. But I will not be an ugly little bald person holding on to the three little ratty hairs on my head. I will get a lace front. And yeah, I have no shame in it. I have no shame in my game. Trust me. I'm going to obviously tell you guys if I still have a podcast in 50 years. Oh, my God. It's definitely not going to be 50 years until my hair falls out. Guys, I'm scared. I'm scared. It's so hard being a guy and getting a receding hairline. It's coming. It's coming. My day is coming. And I'm holding. That's kind of why I've had the bangs for a minute because it kind of covers it. But as my hair gets longer, I kind of want to be like the Harry Styles pushed back. But I'm in this awkward phase and it's really not cute. Plus, the the awkward phase of the hair also with the awkward phase of the mustache. And guess what? I don't think the mustache is coming back. I don't think the mustache is coming back. But if you see me trying for it on the Instagram or on, you know, the next time this audio podcast is recorded on YouTube, mind your business. If my facial hair looks like it's in a weird, awkward stage, mind your business, okay? Anyways, that's one of the reasons why this podcast is audio only. The reason numero two, numero dos, is I am a traveling, uh, 
bitch, okay? <laughs> I'm a traveling rat, okay? And speaking of rat, I was a feral effing rat this last weekend. I, I have so much going on this week. I'm in Aspen right now. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram on my at Thai French page, then you guys maybe wouldn't know this, but I'm in Aspen right now. And I'm filming this right before I go. Or recording. Sorry, not filming. And I just had so much to do this week because I leave to Guatemala on Friday. And I told myself I wasn't going to drink and I wasn't going to go out because I had a lot to do. Okay? Because I basically needed to pack. I needed to pack for Aspen. And I basically needed to pack all and get ready for Guatemala so that I can come home, change out my suitcases, and then leave. (sighs) Tell me why. Tell me why. I got summoned. The Rat King got summoned. I was so feral. The weekends that I tell myself that I'm not going to drink or I'm not going to go that hard are the weekends that I don't get home until 6 a.m. in the morning. What is with that? What is with that? That is not okay. We are too old for this. I need to change. And I thought I left that in 2023, but guess what? Guess what? I guess not. I guess not. I went to a very chill, what I thought, I wasn't going to go out. And then my friend Nick was like, oh, come to my coworker's birthday party. It's just a bunch of like straight girls and, you know, wine, like chill. And I'm like, okay, great. That sounds fine. I can do that. You know, I've been, I've been out here. I've been packing. I've been hustling. I've been trying on outfits and I can go. It's dark out and I can go and I can have, you know, a few glasses of wine at this, at this birthday party. Mama, mama, Bus, club, next place, airplane, next place, club, drink, shot, tequila. <sighs> I have major regrets. I had major regrets because that has made, obviously I had to sleep all day Sunday, but I had stuff to do. So today, this is being recorded on Monday. <laughs> Spoiler alert, this was recorded on Monday. Today has been an absolute mayhem of a day. I did. I had to pop an Adderall. I was so scared this morning. I was so scared this morning. I had like a little Adderall left of, I don't even know who I got it from, where I got it from. If it even is Adderall, I don't know. I took a bet, but mama, 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 down the, down the hatchet, down the hatchet, swallowed it whole because I had so much to do. I was so panicked. I had hangover day two. I, I, I had to do it. And so I did it. So, um, but don't you worry. Don't you worry. I, I still don't get all my shit done. I still didn't get all my shit done. And it's eight o'clock at night and I leave tomorrow at like 5 a.m. to Aspen. And you know what? You know what I'm saying? Jesus, take the wheel. Take it from my hand. Because I can't do this on my own. But guess what? I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. Anyways, Piper America Smith, fellow Utahan, supermodel of the world, Icon, legend, good friend of mine is coming on the podcast on Friday, and it is such an amazing episode. I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. I, 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 I <laughs> let's just say we cover a lot, and yes, we cover the D word. No, I ain't talking about dick. Divorce, mama. She's recently divorced, and there's a lot to talk about. So I'm excited for you guys to hear that. Also coming this weekend is the Grammys. And I am so, so freaking pissed that I'm going to miss it. I got invited to one of the Grammy parties and I obviously am going to be out of town. I had to say no. It was for Grey Goose. And I don't even know if I'm going to be able to watch the Grammys because mama, I'm going to be in Guatemala. Guatemala. Okay. I go to Guatemala on Friday. The Grammys are on Sunday. And... I don't know. I'm going to like obviously record it on my like DVR or whatever, but then I'm not going to be able to watch it until I get back. Mama, I don't get back for two weeks. I'm gone. Hustling muchacho. So it's going to be so irrelevant. I'm probably going to see all the clips on TikTok and I won't even be able to talk about it on the podcast because I'll be in Guatemala. And then by the time I get back and put out an episode, I'm going to want to talk about Guatemala. It's going to be a week old, two weeks old. And I'm just like, uh, it's going to be so irrelevant. I'm so sad. Obviously, I'll cover if anything major, major happens. And it will still be relevant the week after <laughs> for me to discuss. But, uh, you know, there's rumors Beyonce maybe will perform for like a Tina Turner tribute or something. I swear I heard that. People are saying Taylor Swift is going to perform. I don't know. It should be amazing. I love the Grammys. I feel like that's one of the best 
nights in pop culture for fashion. All the celebrities come out, all the big, big, big stars. So it'll be really interesting to watch from afar, watch from Guatemala. Send me anything that's happening in real time so I can see it in Guatemala. I don't know how my service is going to be. Also, you know what else I'm missing while I'm in Guatemala? Guatemala really came at a bad time. I'm going to miss the Super Bowl. How, how, how am I supposed to run a pop culture podcast when I'm gone the weekend of the Grammys and the weekend of the Super Bowl? That, I'm fired. I'm fired and I belong in jail and I'm so sorry to let you guys down, but I, yeah, I won't be able to watch. Let's be honest. I, I, I would probably watch the Super Bowl, you know, at a bar, at a function, at a party and be drinking through it, but I would really only be paying attention to the halftime show, Usher. That I'll probably be able to see on TikTok immediately after. So I don't really feel like I'm missing that much. I don't know. But you know what else I'd be watching for? Sightings of Miss Taylor Swift. Because we got the most cute coverage of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey this past weekend at the Chiefs game when they won and she stormed the field and they were kissing, saying they love each other, embracing. You know, I like to hate on Taylor Swift. You guys know I'm not a certified Swifty. But you guys know I'm obsessed with this relationship. What the fuck? Like, how, 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 how? God has favorites and... It's 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 really showing that Taylor Swift is one of his favorites because how are you a billionaire? How are you the most famous woman in the world? How are you dating Travis Kelsey, who is also one of the best football players in the world, who's going to the Super Bowl? Like, that is just crazy to me. The fact that they both perform in arenas and, I don't know, the fact that he has a podcast where he talks about it, the fact that we're seeing so much coverage, it's like, how do you, you can't not love it. Like, you can't not love it. And I, this is coming from someone who's not a Swifty. This is coming from someone who's not a Swifty. And so if I'm saying I like it, and if you're saying you don't like it and you're sick of it, I'm sorry, we're just bitter. We really are. We're bitter not only because she's rich, but because she has one of the hottest men in America. So we're bitter and we need to move on. And I'm fully embracing the next two weeks of this love affair. Now, I might not care about it that much after the Super Bowl. I don't know. I probably will. But everyone, you know, on TikTok has been doing the math of whether or not Taylor Swift can make it because she's going to be at her Eras tour in Tokyo. And she could make it. Let me tell you, that bitch is going to make it. The Eras tour in Japan is going to be the one and only time on her tour where Mama shows up on time because immediately after, she's getting on a private jet and she's saying, Asuka Muchacho, I'm going to Las Vegas. Oh, it's just so cute. I can't handle it. So the Super Bowl, we have the San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs. Um, wow. I just, you know, congrats to all those involved. And what a time to be alive in pop culture and what a time to be alive in football. This is so exciting. Um, speaking of Taylor Swift, something that has, you know, kind of really, really really disturbed me the last few weeks that I've been seeing on social media is, I mean, you know, it's the price. It's the price of fame, but is it? It shouldn't be. It's the price of fame. It's the price of, you know, this career has very high highs and very low lows, obviously. Her stalker, Taylor Swift has a stalker that like keeps going to her house, keeps getting rested, keeps showing up. Like he is the scariest looking individual I've ever seen in my entire life. I think I have weird facial hair. That man has the scariest facial hair I've ever seen in my entire life. And the laws for stalking and like how they manage it is so weird. It's so scary because guess what? Even if you get a restraining order, okay, what the heck does that mean? Who's who's monitoring like if that person gets within 200 feet of you or not? No one. It, and then by the time you know if they're too close to you or not, and you would contact law enforcement, like, it's too late. Like, there are some stalkers, I don't care if they've, like, committed, you know, if they've really, like, hurt someone or whatever, like, they should still be locked up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They need to be in a mental institution, and this man is one of those men. He is so terrifying. And I hate that 
with stalkers, like you have to wait until they literally attack you or, you know, God forbid, kill you until people finally do something about it. He is so, so scary. I know Tana Mojo has talked about this on her podcast a lot and same with Trisha Paytas, how they have stalkers and literally the police don't do anything because they can't do anything. What are they going to do? One one person, Tana Mojo, was saying like she had a stalker and they can't even give him a restraining order because in order to get a restraining order, the person has to have a physical address. But he's homeless. He lives in his car. So they couldn't even issue the restraining order. It's so mind-blowing the fact that we have people in prison for life for like dealing marijuana. Meanwhile, literally someone who is a stalker who is actually a uh, 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 nuisance to society and is a danger to everyone is just roaming free because he hasn't actually like done anything to his victim yet. Um, that is not okay at all. So I don't know that I, I felt so bad for Taylor Swift. I'm glad that she has Travis Kelsey, the big, beautiful man to protect her, but you know what he can't protect her from AI. So Taylor Swift, there's been some AI images of Taylor Swift going around on Twitter. They like went viral, whatever, Taylor, uh, Twitter literally had to like block the search of Taylor Swift. Like you can't even search her anymore. Like because they were going so viral and they were the most, I did see them. I did see them not really by like choice. I didn't seek them out, but um, I I saw them on Twitter before they were taken down in mass and someone, I don't even know who created them, but some sick individual created like AI nudes of Taylor Swift in like a football stadium and like uh, you could obviously tell they were AI. They didn't look real. It wasn't like a mirror selfie or anything, but they were just like so vile and gross. It was like her like cheeked up like in the stadium with a bunch of men around her, like Chiefs fans. And I'm just like, ew, 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 ew. What is happening? And this I feel like is the first, well, maybe not the first, but AI is so scary and it's just going to keep getting scarier. And how do we regulate it? Because is it regular? Is it, are we able to regulate it? Are we able to regulate it? Are we able to tell AI, hey, you're not allowed to create nude people? I don't know if you can. It's a computer. Like that, if it was that easy, I mean, I feel like we, it would be so much easier to stop like hackers and all of this stuff. So I think we have created a monster. With AI, and I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. This is just the start. This isn't, it shouldn't be the start of something new. I'm not going to go into the high school musical song that I would normally do if I said this just the start. But this is a nightmare. And I feel so bad for her. And like I said, it just goes to show with his career. You got very high highs, very low lows. Within the same like month, she's starting her Eras tour in Asia. Her boyfriend is going to the Super Bowl. And her stalker is after her and people are making fake news of her and making them go viral on Twitter. Can people, uh, people, I, I can't, I really can't. That is my, not that I'm close to being as famous as Taylor Swift ever, but that is what keeps me away from ever even wanting that because how do you, I mean, boohoo, I'd wipe my tears with million dollars and on my private jet. So maybe I wouldn't care, but no, like, you just don't mess with your physical safety. And the stalker thing literally terrifies me. Terrifies me. And you just have to have literally 24-7 security. Like, if I was Taylor Swift and I had a stalker and he had attempted to get, like, into my or area, vicinity, multiple times, I'm sorry, I'm having a security guard sleep in bed with me. I'm having a security guard right outside my door, right outside my window. I'm not even having windows in my house. They're going to be hurricane-proofed, shut, locked. I'm going to be sleeping in a literal gun-proof uh, uh, concrete basement. I would be so scared. Same with Beyonce. You know, all these big celebrities. I just, I can't imagine. I mean, do we, do we even have to bring up the Kim Kardashian of it all with the Paris robbery? How does she even sleep at night? I truly, truly cannot grasp how people compartmentalize having a stalker and also, you know, 
being like like for instance like her you know storming the field after the game this last weekend and going up and seeing Travis and I'm sure that that is a very secure area and she has security around her but like there's a lot of people around her what if she just looked over and he was there her stalker that I cannot even fathom and I don't get how she compartmentalizes it because I would just be in fear 24 7 that he was always around or always trying to get to me there's this scary movie I can't remember what it's called. Oh, oh, it's called It Follows. It is, if you guys like scary movies or like thrillers, you guys need to watch this. It's called It Follows. And it is probably one of the scariest movies I've ever seen because basically if you have sex with someone, like this guy has sex with this girl and he like did it on purpose because then like this thing, this person, this like demon that like, kind of it's like a skinwalker like it looks like a person um is at any point in the earth walking towards you coming to kill you and you can run you can run you can go to different countries you can do whatever you want but like it is always following you it is always going to find you no matter what and it is the scariest movie literally i've ever seen and this person is just like constantly trying to like outrun it and yeah, wow, wow. Oh, I think the guy like gave her the rules of like how to do it because if it comes back and it gets to you and it kills you, then it goes back to it's a domino effect of he was like, you have to pass it on. You have to sleep with someone else because then like it won't follow you. It'll go to them. But if they don't know and then the thing comes back and kills them, then it's going to come back for you. And then it would come back to the guy they gave to her. And it's just like this endless cycle. Um. No, no, no. I would have to go. I would have to go. I would just let it kill me. Or I would have to, you know, off myself. Because I could not live in that fear. And that's probably how Taylor Swift is feeling. It's not okay. It is not okay. Anyways, in happier news, Sophia Richie is pregnant with a baby girl. She announced it in a beautiful spread with Vogue. And Tyrants, I... This is so pick-me energy, but I don't even care. I just have to say... I did have this information before and before it came out and I was, I meant to on a podcast episode, I can't even remember when I found out, but I meant to on a podcast episode, fill you guys in. I I wasn't going to say the name, obviously, because that's so disrespectful. I would never announce someone else's pregnancy for them, but I was going to be like, tyrants, I've gotten word. I've gotten firsthand uh, like confirmation that. One of the girlies are pregnant. And just remember this moment when I announced the pregnancy that I knew because I just like to let you guys know that I know and that I think I'm cool because I know things in pop culture before they happen. Um, I'm just like an insider, you know, insider knowledge. But anyways, I forgot to tell you that. <laughs> so it's irrelevant. But I'm telling you now. So just so you guys are aware, I knew about this before. I'll never share my sports. My source. I'll never share my source. And I didn't tell you guys anyway, so it doesn't matter. And now everyone knows. But the photos were so gorgeous. Sophia Richie really is like that girl. She had the royal wedding of the year last year. She's just giving us everything with this baby announcement, doing it with Vogue. Like Kylie Jenner didn't even do that. This is so iconic. The photos were so beautiful. I'm so happy for her. She's having a baby girl, which is so exciting and so cute. I'm so Pumped that she's pregnant at the same time as JC. So this is going to be so stunning. Maybe Kendall is next. We don't even know. But you know who who doesn't give us everything on the gram? Rihanna. Bad gal, Riri. You're in timeout in my eyes because I love you. 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 However, you're not doing it for me on the gram. You're not doing it for me on the gram. Every paparazzi photo I see of her in Aspen is so iconic. It's so legendary. Her outfits are amazing. They're so stunning. And then I go to her Instagram and it's ad, 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 Fenty campaign, Fenty campaign, Fenty campaign, Fenty campaign. And I'm like, mama, mama, I love your business. I support you. But like, I'm not wearing bras and panties. I'm not buying Fenty. I'm not buying Fenty makeup. I'm not buying Fenty uh, underwear, I, it's just not happening. It's just not my vibe. But I'm here. I want to see the children. I want to see 
your outfits. I want to see you in ASAP. And I, I really want music, but you know what? I, I've accepted that that's never going to happen. Rihanna's music is on the same hard drive as Beyonce's Renaissance visuals. And I have just had to, you know, compartmentalize those in my brain, lock them away into a very, very dark, dark cellar so that I forget because we're never getting them. We're never getting the Renaissance visuals and we're never getting another Back Out Riri album. Sorry. But... I was thinking to myself as I was scrolling Instagram and I, you know, I was going through an unfollow spree. I won't lie. And I went to her Instagram page and I was like, you know what? Your feed sucks. All these photos suck. These aren't even the outfits that you're amazing. They're all, it's all just like your Fenty campaigns. And mama, until you drop music, until you start casually posting all your fits, like, you know who does do it great? Beyonce. Beyonce is out here. Po she, she's like, not sharing at all, like a Sophia Richie or Kylie Jenner or Kim Kardashian. But when she's wearing a fire fit, she will show you. She will post it. She will show you. And I love it. And she's putting out music. You know, she's cemented herself as an artist. Rihanna, you're not cementing yourself as, a, as an artist because you're not putting out music. So you know what you need to be doing? You need to be out here. Like Sophia Richie, give me content. I need TikTok after TikTok. I need, I, where are all the Aspen looks? She didn't post one photo on the gram. It's, uh So, Rihanna, you're in probation in my eyes on my Instagram feed. And until I start getting something more entertaining than some Fenty campaigns, I'm unfollowing you because I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. And you know what? I'm out. Speaking of Kylie Jenner, um, we now know the pink hair was a wig. When I tell you, I feel deceived. I feel lied to. I feel hurt. And I'm pissed. I'm pissed. However, as I said at the beginning of the episode, there will be a point in my laugh in which I need a wig. So I would actually like her to tag who made this wig because it was such a good wig that me, someone who can spot a wig, did not even think it was a wig so much that I came here onto the podcast of the tyrants and said that it wasn't a wig. But it was a wig. And mama, why Why was it a wig? I get it. It's, I actually get it because if you can afford a wig, why would you ruin your hair and bleach it? But... Okay, then keep the keep the fantasy. Keep the fantasy alive a little longer. You went to Couture Week, Couture Paris Fashion Week in Paris. Mama, mama, not a pink hair in sight. Not a pink sliver of hair in sight. That's not okay. That's not okay. Come on. The pink hair would have been amazing at Valentino. Would have been amazing at Jack Moose. It would have been amazing at Margella. You know, and also, I need to apologize because I said that I wasn't really living for... Fashion Week, that was the only couture show that had come out then. I think there was only one. Now, we had the Margiela couture show um, designed by John Galliano. And we also had the, wait, wait, what did I say? Yeah, the Margiela couture show designed by John Galliano. It was so stunning. It was so gorgeous. Porcelain skin, mama. Pat McGrath. How? Pat McGrath did the makeup, and it was so iconic. It was so legendary. The clothes were so stunning. They looked like porcelain little dolls. It was gorgeous. It was amazing. It was iconic. It was the best couture show I've seen in a while. It felt like vintage Dior. It was just truly, truly breathtaking. The Balmain show was cute. Um, the Jack Moose show, I actually haven't seen yet, but I loved Kylie's look from the show, so I'm assuming that's one of the looks. I am just obsessed with the fact that she's bringing Stormy around. Stormy Webster is about to be the most iconic bitch of her generation. She is going to be an icon. She's going to be a legend. And I really, really hope that Hollywood doesn't get to her and she doesn't, you know, go through a rough patch. I'm sure she will, as all kids, teenagers do. But I just really hope that the industry is good to her. And I hope that her mom just really gives her the tips and tricks on navigating, you know, growing up in fame. But her and Stormy and Kylie at the Valentino Couture Show in matching black dresses with these like fur boas and shit. Oh, once again, celebrities who just, I'm feasting. I'm feasting my eyes. My pop culture little pussy is feasting on all the content that I'm getting from these girlies. But not Rihanna. Rihanna ain't giving me that. I was listening to Anti today um, by Rihanna, which came out. Eight years ago. Eight years ago. 
I remember exactly where I was the first time I heard anti-Biriana. I was in. Me and Billy were roommates. <laughs> Me and Billy were roommates. The only time I've ever lived with someone, and it was Billy. And <laughs> she didn't even have a bed. This bitch slept on a futon in her room. And I, I don't think my, my room was so small that I kept my computer, my desktop computer in her room and anti came out and we literally sat on her futon and played the album off of my computer. And we were listening to, uh, to consideration. And when, when it's in, when we were like, I've never heard Rihanna's voice sound like this. This is so amazing. What are you talking about? Then come to find out it was SZA. We didn't know who SZA was. That was the first time I was ever introduced to SZA. Then SZA comes out. Oh my gosh, Control, best album literally ever on my life. Wow, what a time, what a time. And that was eight years ago, mama, 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 mama. It's time to pack the cane up. It's time to get some facial moisturizer. It's time to get Botox. It's time to get gray hair dye. Because I'm a grandpa. Anyways, um, we already know that. The old trope is over. Anyways, where was I going with that rant about anti-Rihanna, Rihanna's fire? And I don't know. Back to Kylie Jenner. <sighs> well, not Kylie Jenner, but Kris Jenner. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Kris Jenner is 68. And I am not mentally, physically, emotionally, psychologically, financially prepared for when Kris Jenner passes away. Now, I, 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 I hate even saying that. I don't want to put it out in the universe. I don't. But you know what? You know what? You have to talk about these things when people come to a certain age, okay? You got to prepare yourselves mentally and emotionally, okay? It's like sitting down with your mom and they're like, grandpa's not doing too well. And you should really prepare yourself. Say your goodbyes. Now, Kris Jenner ain't there yet that I know of to the public. But 68, I think the average life expectancy expectancy in the U.S. is 70 or 78. I, so like, I mean, God willing, I see the day when she passes away because that means, I mean, I don't want a day that, anyways, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna, the fact that we're gonna all experience a day in which pop, we get on Twitter and Pop Crave has tweeted, Chris Jenner. No, you know who it's gonna be? Those natty little rats at TMZ. They break everything. They tell, they spoil everything. They, someone w won't even be pronounced dead yet. The ambulance won't even be there yet. And they've already spilled the whole story. The fact that we live in a time where one day we're going to get on Twitter, we're going to get on X, we're going to get on Instagram, we're going to get on threads, Facebook, MySpace, LinkedIn. And we're going to see a TMZ notification that says Chris Jenner pronounced dead age, I'm hoping 180 Obtopsy report did it. Mama, 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 mama. Niagara falls. Niagara falls out of these two eyeballs of mine. I'm going to be so upset. I'm going to be so distraught. I'm going to be uh, 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 unconsolable. And I don't, I, I, I actually don't. That's probably the one celebrity death. Like, I'm trying to think of other celebrity deaths that have really shocked me. Like, most recently, you know, Chandler Bing. I was drunk at a house party, and that one really, I, I couldn't, I couldn't shake it. That was really effing with me. But then, you know, I was drunk. I mean, it's still so sad. But I, Matthew Perry, sorry, not Chandler Bing. Um, you know, move along. I didn't see the show in a while. Whatever. Chris Jenner is just like that is going to change my day to day life. That's going to change my day-to-day -day thought process. That's going to change every every aspect of my life. I don't know how, but it's going to. And I'm not ready for that. I'm trying to think of any other celebrity deaths that have truly, truly shook me. I was never like a big Michael fan. Like, I didn't, I didn't know anything about him. So when I heard he had passed away, I didn't really, that didn't like, I wasn't into pop culture at that point. Same with Prince. Wasn't really into pop culture. I actually probably had never heard of him. Um, I hadn't heard of him until Drag Race. Oh my God. RuPaul! RuPaul! She's so old! There is going to be a day where we get on and TMZ, those ratty little rats, have reported RuPaul pronounced dead. Oh 
my gosh, I'm sick. I'm sick. I can't even believe I'm putting this out in the universe. I'm not. I want them to live happy, healthy, and wealthy. I'm so glad that they are healthy, wealthy billionaires and, you know, continuing to put out just constant entertainment and, you know, advocacy. And I love them so much. <laughs> Anyways, wow, 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 wow. Really, really dark twist that I just took here on Tyrants. Let's talk about something. Um a little, a little bagelier, a little bagelier. And no, I'm not talking about the delicious bagel that I had for breakfast. I'm talking about the bagel ass bitch, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake released a new song called Selfish. Um, Nobody moved except for his wife. Um, And then Britney Spears has a song called Selfish that came out a million years ago. Fans made that one selfish was number one the other selfish was number two it was on the charts everyone you know whatever <sighs> Britney Spears then posted and she was like I apologize to you know the slanderous material in my book that's just how I felt at the time whatever but like I'm healed basically and then she was like also I love Justin's new song selfish which I did think whether she wrote that or it was you know a team member <laughs> I don't know I do think it's sweet. I do think it is smart to end the feud between the fandoms and whatever. Not that Justin even has a fandom. I don't even know. But I, I, we, we, uh, I don't know. What he did was heinous, horrible. I think he's a big ass bitch. I probably won't listen to his music. I don't care about him. I'm not going to buy his tickets or whatever. But if there are people out there that want to do that, they should be able to do that without persecution and judgment because Yes, what he did was terrible. Also, he was like 21 years old. I'm only 27 and I don't even want to be judged about what I was doing when I was 21, 22. He, this is 20 years ago. 20 years ago, 15 years ago. I don't know the math. I'm not a mathematician, you guys. But I just think Brittany obviously has moved on. Everyone needs to move on. Let the man live. I feel bad for him. Cancel culture is just, oh, what a treat cancel culture is. But I don't know, just the fandoms, toxic fandoms will ruin everything. They're also amazing. <laughs> so it's a double-edged sword, you know, like having a fandom ride for you so hard and, you know, find out all these context clues like the Swifties, whatever. But then also there's a very dark side of the Swifties. And there's a very, I don't know what um, Britney Spears' fans are called, but um, they should be called toxic. <laughs> but I get it? Because... Her song, Toxic. Anyways, uh, Let the Man Live. The song is fine. It's fine. I listened to it. Obviously, I had to, you know, give it a stream. But it's cute. I wouldn't ever listen to it again. Also, he announced like a world tour. However, the world tour, apparently the world is strictly North America. Um, The world tour. So the world is literally 12 cities in the United States of America and maybe two in Canada. So I don't know if I'd call that a world tour. Maybe, you know, there's a second leg. But I don't know if he has like a big fandom anymore to be doing a world tour. Like, come on. Ain't nobody going to go fill up a stadium at 80,000 people for Justin Timberlake. It's just not going to happen. You are not Beyonce. You are not Taylor Swift. And any fans that you did have maybe were also Swift, uh, Britney Spears fans. And now also like Muchacho. They're out of your camp. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Speaking of celebrity feuds and fandoms, Miss Minaj and Meg The Stallion have gotten themselves into, I don't even know what, Bigfoot, six foot, step up on your good foot. Meg the Stallion hisses. It's like, you know, we ain't talking about Megan's lie. Yeah. Um, I, I tried. I tried to follow along. Nicki Minaj is literally off her rails right now. And I, I also like to stand up for the OGs. Nicki Minaj, she's done so much for culture, so much for rap. Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, these girls would not be anywhere, nothing. They wouldn't have even had the opportunity to be where they're at without Nicki Minaj. She made a whole career available to women. Ice Spice, um, uh, the the what was her name? The I Girls, the the, the, the what are the girls? The girls, the girls. What are the girls called? With Nicki Minaj, uh, there's two of them. They're twins, right? 
What are they called? Spice, not the Spice Girls. Let me type in girls. Girls. Um, I don't know. You guys know what I'm talking about. The the girls. Basically, all like, don't slap the hand that feeds you, Meg. However, Meg has the right to defend herself and stand up for herself if you know people are talking shit. I don't know. Obviously, they have a song together, so at one point they were good. I don't know how the beef started. I tried to follow up with it, tried to get the tea, tried to, you know, get the rundown so I could get up here on this podcast and fill the tyrants in, but I am lost. I'm lost. And while I appreciate it for the entertainment value of, you know, diss track being dropped last week by Meg The Stallion and then diss track being dropped this last week from Nicki Minaj, I just am like, wait, you are two grown ass women sitting on the internet, yep, 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 yapping along, dropping songs, talking shit about each other. Can we not just support each other? Can we not just be, you know, two black women in rap and support each other and uplift each other? We were there at one point. I don't know. But then again, uh, Nicki Minaj went after Megan Thee Stallion's dead mom. She's like, lying on your dead mama, lying on your dead mama. I don't know what she's lying on about her dead mother, but if I were... You know, trying to diss someone. I probably wouldn't go after their deceased parent. I feel like that's maybe probably the lowest, lowest thing that you could hit someone with. Lying on your dead mama. That is the most shocking line I've ever heard. And don't worry, Nicki Minaj repeated it 1,200 times. I'm just as confused as I'm sure a lot of you guys are. I have no idea what this beef is about. I will say, the Hiss song definitely hits like a little harder, like it's like ruder. It feels more like a diss track. But I will say, Bigfoot by Nicki Minaj is kind of funnier. It's kind of got like a better like flow to it. Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion, I don't really love her music. The ones that aren't like just the radio songs, like all the other ones. She, yes, she's like talking fast, so you're rapping. But I'm like, where are the rhymes? Where's the humor? Where's the metaphors? Like, that's what I love about rap. And that's what Nicki Minaj is so good about. She makes rap feel like fun and catchy and like, you know, you can sing along to it because it's rhymey. Meg's isn't really like that. So just because of hers like stung a little harder, like if I was Nicki, I would have been like, ooh, I don't think Megan was really that pressed over Bigfoot, six foot, you step up on your good foot. I don't know. If anyone has any more information about her husband and or the tea, let me know. Anyways, I am so, so excited for my travels coming up. You guys are going to hear all about Aspen on next Wednesday's episode. And then obviously you'll hear about Guatemala when I'm back from that. But uh, I'm just so excited. However, going away, this is probably the longest I'm going to be away for the longest I'll be away. for. How do I word that? I'm going to be gone for two weeks. And I haven't done that in a while. Mama, when I tell you the expenses coming out of my bank account, preparing for this. I went to Sephora the other day because I was like, you know what? I got to get topped off. I'm going to a wedding. I'm going to be in Aspen. I got to get my bronzer. Now I know why people are so freaking pissed about those 10-year-olds going to Sephora. I'm pissed at myself. I went in. I got bronzer. I got, you know, a little contour. I got some new brushes. What else did I get? I really don't think I got much. Oh, I got um, travel sizes of my setting spray. Mama, mama, mama. $400 later. $400 later. I'm walking out of Sephora and I'm broke. What? The, how do you girls do this? How do you girls maintain this? Because guess what? I don't even wear a full beat. I wear a little bronzer, a little contour, a little boom, 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 and I'm good to go. Um, How do you guys do the eyeshadow palettes, the lipsticks, the skincare. Mama, I take a makeup wipe. I wipe that shit off. I squirt some, I don't even know, lube, moisturizer. I don't even know over my face. And I just hope for the best. I just hope for the best. How, how, how I, now, now that I'm, you know, a makeup girly, a makeup guru, when I see these, these girls, shout out to Jordan Sloan, the icon, the legend. I love you, Jordan. Um, her makeup videos are amazing. If you guys don't follow her, you guys need to look her up. But now when I see her videos, they hit a little differently because I'm like, oh, you just applied $1,200 to your face between the skincare, between the makeup, between all this. Tom Ford Beauty. Oh, I'm so sorry. Chanel 
beauty, Chanel skincare, blow me. Blow me. Blow me. Literally. I mean, someone please blow me. <laughs> no, but it is just madness. I literally didn't even get that much, and it was $400. And then I had to go to Ulta today to get, you know, some travel size self-tanner kit because I'm going to be gone for a while, and I'm going to have to reapply while I'm away. Mama, since when does Saint-Tropez self-tanner become so expensive? So expensive. I'm, I'm spending all my money before I'm even on the trip. Luckily, in Aspen, I'm going for work. So I'll be making money while I'm there, not spending it. But I had to spend so damn much money before I even go on the trip that I'm probably just going to be even. When I tell you I packed so much shit for Aspen, I'm going for, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be in Aspen. <laughs> I'm going to be in Aspen for only two full days. Two full days. I have two. Two suitcases that I have to check, plus a duffel bag and a backpack. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I had to bring all my ski gear. And then Aspen fits. It's like all, you know, fur coats, big coats, cowboy boots, cowboy hat. It, there was just too much shit to bring. And I wanted to, you know, maybe have a few looks a day, different look for breakfast, different look for this gang, different look for dinner. So yeah, the client that is picking me up from the airport or, you know, whatever shuttle or when, whenever they see me, I just, I need, I need to run to my room. I need to run to my hotel room because I cannot let the client see me as the diva walking in with two check in luggages, full to the brim, probably overweight, plus a duffel bag and a camera bag for two days. That just screams diva. They are going to be like, we hate him. We never want to work with him again. He's a diva. And I'm going to have to make up for the whole trip. I'm going to be so self-conscious. So I cannot let them see me. I really can't. I'm, I'm stressing. But yeah, if anyone has any Sephora coupons for me, that would be great. Or if anyone has a, you know, if Sephora, if Sephora wants to sponsor Tyrants or, you know, Charlotte Tilbury, House Labs. I've been really upset. I, mean, I need to do like a TikTok or an Instagram story or something about my, my beauty must-haves about a man. House Labs Foundation is the best. Charlotte Tilbury bronzer. I will swear by it till the day I die. I will wear it in my casket. I just got the Charlotte Tilbury like bronzing like little stick thingy. I don't know. I've only used it once, but so far I'm into it. I'm down. Um, Kosas Concealer. I ran out and I went and got one and they were out of my shade. So I got a new shade and I don't think it matches. It's a little yellowy, but it's too late now. So if you notice yellow under my eyes, then just shut up and deal with it. Anyways, I need to go to bed and I also still have to finish packing for Guatemala and I need to tan and my flight is literally at five o'clock in the morning. So tyrants, it's been a pleasure. It's been just a pleasure. I love you guys so, so much. Sorry this was audio only. Please give me a rating and review down below. I cannot wait for you guys to hear Friday's episode with Piper America. Plus, Friday's episode is on YouTube as well. So if you want to watch it. And I can't wait to tell you all about my Aspen trip next Wednesday on the pod. Anyways, I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.